Carter was like, people actually listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 45 to nothing shutout of Georgia Tech. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at My Got a Podcast. Finally, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, Let's join the conversation in progress. Well, it looks like you had a good Thanksgiving. And, uh, we had, I did we have had a good Thanksgiving, man. How'd you, how was yours? It, it, it was good. I, I, yeah, I don't think I posted. I forgot. I, you, know, you, you posted your steak pick on, on Twitter, which looked very good. Um, I did. It was fantastic. I've got some pictures. I think Kim put them on like Facebook and Instagram or something. But um, the, our turkey turned out excellent. Uh, it was very good. So we had a had a good day Thursday, um, and then you know you were on, you were kind of wavering, and we thought you might go to the game, and it was kind of on and then off, and then on, and you made it. So that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We it was kind of a turkey day like judgment call. Like I asked my brother in law if he wanted to go to the game, and his wife was like you know, gave him one of those like half yes. And so like, we both kind of like, we both kind of took that, took that gap and and just shot it. Like, you know, yes. <laughs> like Kenny Macintosh down the sideline. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we just took it and ran with it. And then like, we had to like, kind of take a step back and just kind of let the wives kind of figure it out. <laughs> Like, right, they'll, right. They'll get, over, they'll get over their anger or whatever because it was like totally last minute, uh, totally unexpected. Like this is supposed to be family weekend, blah. <laughs> so, but I, I we turned it into a uh, we turned it into a guys, a generational guys day out. So my, you know, me and Carter, my famous podcaster, my guy to podcast came. Um, he'll have some comments for, uh, for his thoughts on the game as well later, but. Um, then uh, you know my father-in-law went, and obviously my brother-in-law came too. So it was a it was a Fox Powell Fox Powell uh, Boys Day Out. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad you went. Like when when you were kind of talking about maybe doing it and Carter wanting to go, I was like, oh yeah, you. I, I hope I hope they go. So I'm glad you did. The I, I was glad uh, to be able to get like the direct line of communication in the stadium and. And see, you know, from you, your video you sent with just all the red and hearing that because I was I was curious to see. Sometimes you can't always tell on TV. You pretty much could anyway, but that was uh, that was amazing. You know, Dog Nation did not uh, disappoint. That was an absolute takeover of the stadium. I, I know Trail Bills over under was seventy uh, percent uh, Georgia, and I think it it looks like it was well over that. It looked pretty pretty over. I mean, I was a little disappointed in the um, that there were still there's still plenty of seats available. It seemed like so. Like we ended up sitting, and I got tickets. You know, I got tickets like a couple of days before the game or whatever. Um, and I actually could have gotten cheaper tickets, but my brother in law was kind of waffling on whether or not he was going to go. So um, 
but he, by the time he committed, the prices had gone up a little bit, but, um, we got tickets in the upper level, which in many ways was better than the lower level. Cause the view was much better, um, in the upper level in the two hundreds or whatever. We were in 208 and, um, come to find out, like looking at some of the vantage points of a lot of the f- folks that were like directly to the left of us, kind of towards the corner slash end zone area, um, where a lot of the UGA seats were, uh, I saw mm. pictures of people that were like literally like right next to us that I didn't even realize were at the game kind of stuff, uh, on social, right. social media. They were like, Oh yeah, we were right next to you. She said, Hey, I was like, yeah. I didn't know you were there. Um, but then like we, we ended up like one of, uh, one of our neighbors actually took his sons to the game as well. Um, that are mm. friends with Carter. And so, they were like, yeah, come down. There's nobody checking tickets. Like, so we went down into the lower like 100s section or whatever and watched the most of the second half down on the lower level. That's where I got the video of Brock's touchdown, and uh, ended up meeting these uh, ended up meeting these guys behind us. They were asking about the podcast, which, by the way, like we got multiple people just randomly stopping us in in the stadium asking <laughs> about the podcast and stuff. Um, one guy was like shouting at me from like 10 rows away, like as he was walking out and he was like, are you part of the podcast? I was like, yeah, <laughs> I love it. You guys are awesome. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So anyway, that was, that was fun. It was fun to see. Um, the <laughs> Carter was like, people actually listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I thought I was the only person who listened. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was good. We ended up, um, my brother-in-law, he works in construction for uh, J.E. Dunn, and he graciously uh, hosted our tailgate at the, at the office that he has there, um, just down the road from the tunnel that leads into the stadium. Uh, well, into the it, it, it's a tunnel that goes under the highway or whatever, which I didn't even know was there, by the way, which was pretty cool. It was like a secret tunnel that was only open on game days um, to get, you know, foot traffic off of the roads, which makes sense. Um, gotcha. But yeah, we ended up tailgating in this like historic building. Um, I took some pictures um, of us of us tailgating, watching game day in his office, which was pretty fun. Uh, we raided some little Debbie snacks that I took a picture of that I'll send out to everybody as well. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> some celebratory uh, sticks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I still never got our Swiss cake rolls. So. <laughs> so wait, uh, we are almost doing the cupcakes though. So. But yeah, it was, it was fun. We tailgated there for a little bit, parked there and walked into the game pretty easily, man. It was pretty straightforward. Um, you know, I didn't really see any. There weren't too many problems at the game. You know, most of the most of the tech fans were kind of like, "Yeah, you guys got our number." You know, there was mm-hmm. not a whole lot of not a whole lot of vitriol. Yeah, I had like no banter with my friends that went to tech uh, pregame. I did see. Uh, I had a little interaction with some of them on Facebook like today because Kim had posted like you know just like a celebratory thing and did get some comments back and it was all just kind of like, uh, you know, like we don't have anything to say these days, <laughs> whatever. So, um, <laughs> exactly. which I love, I love it was, it, it was awesome. Um, like I, my only, my only gripe is that we did not set the record for most points, you know, score. Well, we tied our own record 
for most points, her largest margin of victory by Georgia. Um, we only needed three more to tie their beating of ours, but uh, kind of took the foot off the gas. I feel like Kirby is not as petty as I am, which was kind of interesting. But <laughs> um, but the other thing too is like Georgia Tech very much like shortened the game. I mean, it was the second quarter and they were already like running the clock, you know, trying to shorten the game to keep us from scoring so many points. So that love, love to see that as well. Um, yeah, I, there's definitely some takeaways from the game that were, you know, I think there's still a lot to work on, which obviously Kirby talked about some of that stuff post game, uh, mm-hmm. which was awesome to see him yeah. complaining about his defense uh, <laughs> 45 of uh, 45, nothing. Um, yeah. but yeah, there's, there's definitely some, definitely some areas for improvement or at least some puzzling, some puzzling things that happen. Um, I also think that there are a few, um, game management elements that I feel like if I were in Alabama shoes, I might try to employ. Um, but we'll get to that in some of our analysis stuff, but yeah, uh, overall, I was I was surprised. I would, did not expect to walk away with a shutout, but I'm super glad that we did because all it does is just increase the hype for this defense going into this weekend. Yeah, I I predicted a shutout, but as I said, that was more because I just wanted to beat them. I wanted to have the most lopsided victory. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't so much think that would happen. Um, although when, when we, I mean, you know, I mean they did like nothing. It, it, I mean that was just pure domination i mean they had like the one play which i have not re-watched it yet so i'm not a, i know like they had that one kind of i don't know if it was a wheel route or not but when they had i think it was a tight end lined up um on quay walker right but like other than that one play they didn't really do much else um you know we kind we held their back we held gibbs in check i think kind of like what you predicted you know when we see these guys so he <laughs> Uh, I mean, he had two carries for two yards, Jameer Gibbs. Is that right? I'm, I've got the <laughs> um, – am I looking at that right? Yeah, yeah. two carries for one yards. Um, Smith, and, Smith and Mason. Smith and Mason were the, the, big, the big runners on, on, on Tech's side of the ball. I mean, they didn't even rush for 100 yeah. yards. Um, yeah. yeah, it was – it was not good. <laughs> it was not yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Eight of sixteen for sixty-eight yards. It was almost like they were. It was almost like we were back in the days of Paul Johnson and the triple option, the way that their passing game was. And <laughs> but yet you look down at the rushing stats, and it's like, oh wait, they only had ninety-eight rushing yards. Holy cow! Right. This is just destruct destruction at destruction of the highest order. Yeah, it, it it was awesome. I loved like every minute of it, and I, <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. Like it, it was it, it was good to see too. Like you know, as we, um, I mean, we did a pretty good like emptying of the bench. I think late on defense, and mm-hmm. you know, not much changed. Um, so able to, to to hold that on. Um, all right, so let's talk about a, a few of the cool things that happened. So first off, George Pickens played. So I know like when we previewed, we, we talked about that and we're thinking he wouldn't, um, you know, yeah, seriously. I didn't think we were going to see him at all. I, I, I didn't, didn't think I, yeah. Until, um, 
like on the day of the game, I was expecting it because um, I had, you know, read it uh, and, and heard it. So I know like actually Graham Coffee had predicted that on Dog Sports Live. Um, and then Seth Emerson actually wrote an article um, that was hinting or, or said that he had been cleared or was expected to be cleared, all these kinds of things. So by kickoff, definitely felt like it was a possibility. When we recorded last week, I didn't think it was. Um, so, I mean, not only did he play, but he got a catch. Um, so that, that's, that's big. That's big. Um, first off, it's just impressive, like medically <laughs> and like rehab wise, and he's back and able to actually play. So that, that was great. So when again, definitely something for future opponents to think about. Um, yeah, crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Um, and then just Brock Bowers. I mean, he, it was the Brock Bowers show. <laughs> I mean, so the, the, the touchdown, or the, the long touchdown, I mean, he caught it in the middle of like four guys and then outran those four guys plus split two other guys. Um, like watching it, it was one of those plays. I mean, it, you know, frankly, it reminded me of like some of the clips you see of Herschel Walker back in the day where there's a guy that's got an angle. It's like, oh, well, that guy will get him. And then somehow he just ran past everyone. Um, that play of itself was was amazing. I think and it was it was on that play he broke uh, Orson Charles uh, freshman tight end receiving yards record. Um, so yeah, gonna- he has he has the the most touchdowns he, as a true freshman, and it's like one of those like my god a freshman moments. Yeah, um, he has more touchdowns, more receptions, more yards than any other tight end in, in the history of UGA, and he's only a freshman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, just was, mind, just absolutely mind-boggling. <laughs> and I'm sure, like for you being in the stadium, that the long touchdown play had to be. I mean, it looked it looked amazing on TV. I'm sure it was probably even crazier in person. So, so I mean, he took off and he caught when he caught that ball and was and was just running in the open field. You just kind of thought that, like, yeah, I mean, surely they're going to catch him. Surely, wait, wait, what, what, <laughs> what, right. What? right. <laughs> Right, right, and the way that, and as I rewatched it, as I rewatched it uh, today on the on TV, I haven't watched the whole game quite yet. Or yeah, I think I did. I, I just missed like the last few minutes, but um, I watched the bulk of the most important game parts of the game, the forty five points basically, and yeah. then they actually talked. They actually talked about how he was able to get open and how the scheme of that play was, which I thought was actually really amazing. There was actually a lot that went into, you know, as much as I didn't really like love the announcers from a broadcast perspective standpoint, um, you know, there are some multiple, like they called, they called the Brock Bowers touchdown in the corner of the end zone. They're like Brock Bowers is, is Mm, man to man on the, on the top of the screen here and bang, they threw the play right to him. Yeah, um, that's Dan Orlovsky. That's Dan. He was the one that called that. He was the color okay. commentator. He uh, honestly, like I, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I actually think he's pretty good. Uh, like in games, his, his like he gets kind of hot takey sometimes. Um, like when he does like you know analyst segments on other shows or whatever. But I feel like as a color commentator, he's pretty good. So sorry, keep going. Yeah. No, no, it was it, so like they went into the breakdown of of you know they had a they had one one of the guys come across the middle on a curl route or whatever that cleared out the linebackers and the way that Brock ran his route 
to where he could get in between three other guys to even just catch the ball. And then from there to like accelerate through, like you said, five guys or whatever, like he thought for sure the safety was going to come over and get it. There's an Instagram, there's an Instagram or a TikTok guy that does like these, these like film breakdowns. It's like making fun of other teams, terrible defenses. Mm, Yeah. 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 (laughs) I can't wait to see what he has to say about this one. <laughs> uh, first, when you when you mentioned TikTok, I thought because I saw one this morning that was like it was that play, and they did it to can't touch this, and they kept like every time MC Hammer says can't touch this, it's like right when like when the one guy like dives at his feet. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, man, that, that, that was unbelievable. That, I mean, the you know I, I think the passing game really clicked um, on Saturday, and and really I think you know if not for a dropped pass on the first drive. I think we would have, you know, scored a touchdown on every drive and, and gotten that 49 to nothing that, that I was calling for. Um, so so that's actually something to, to kind of talk through. So yeah. there are several there are several situations like that I think AD had two drops in the game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um he was targeted five times, I believe. Like a couple of the times one of them was a pass interference call. Um the one hit him, and I think it hit him in the face, right? Um, the one on the first drive, that, I mean, the first drive, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was definitely catchable. He, I mean, it was a good pass. Yeah, and I don't know. And then there's a couple of other situations, like uh, there was one that happened like right at the end of the half that Stetson just like had two two passes where it just it was just like, what are you doing? I don't I don't even know what he was doing. He he made some. Some weird, some weird throws. I thought there at the end of the half, and then Kirby was like yelling at him when we were sitting there. Yeah. Up, like we were, we were up, up big, and Kirby was like yelling at him to like what he was. I, I think I, I, I saw, I read his lips, and it was like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> like on like the, yeah, like the last throw of the first half, right? Like it, it yeah, looked, looked kind of weird. Yeah, I, I did think he was good. Like there was definitely a moment where you could see Stetson was like frustrated with himself. It was um, yes. I think it was like at the overthrow kind of down the right sideline. I think that one was to AD Mitchell as well, I believe. Yep. And he yep. was he was pretty frustrated with himself because AD was a man, you know, man coverage and he just didn't put it in the right spot. So No, he I didn't think put that's it a good sign. Um, yeah, but on the flip side, he had some really good touch throws, which the announcers yeah. were were very complimentary of as well. Like, I mean, the the first touchdown pass where he just like lofted it into space over the shoulder. Um, yeah, that was amazing. That was an amazing yeah. pass. That was a great pass. And then the pass to to Brock Bowers at the back of the end zone, like holy cow, that was yeah, that was yeah. a big time fade route. Like that was that was a big time throw. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see like how how team because we've we've talked about this. Like it looked like that Tech was just kind of. The, I really don't know what they were doing, like necessarily like huge because they were getting carved up. Um, I, I just don't know what teams are going to, how do you stop this? How do you stop this offense? I just don't see anything happening because we yeah. were able to throw the ball all day long, which eventually opened up the running game, which did it open up the running game or did we just decide that we were going to run the ball to run the clock out and to grind them into a pulp? You yeah. Know, is it, a, is it a chicken yeah. and the egg? I feel like Stetson, you know, one of the things that people talk about is that, you know, he doesn't ever throw for, you know, he, he, he threw 20 attempts. He had another, it was another 20 attempt game. It's almost like they're just like, mm. you know, 
trying not to throw more than 25 <laughs> throws a game with him. But they really <laughs> could have. He's on a pitch count. <laughs> yeah, he's on a pitch count. Yeah, we're, we're going to pull him in the, in the second second quarter or whatever, the second half. Um, you know, he threw for four touchdowns. I mean, it's a pretty good – it's a pretty good day at the office if you're only throwing at four, 20, 20 attempts and you get, got four touchdowns and 255 yards. Like I feel like he could have had a 500-yard game if he wanted to today. Uh, I, day. it, was a, it, was a, it was a name the score. Name the score. I mean, we could have scored right. as many points as we wanted. Um, and like, and we, we're seeing more weapons get integrated in. Um, mm-hmm. the, the pass to Darnell Washington, we actually threw to him. And it, it, it re- kind of like reminded you like, oh yeah, he's pretty awesome. <laughs> like how big he is. And he just like went over the guy and took it. Um, I also like, kind of, you know, I mean, the ball was spread around a lot. A lot of guys had receptions. Um, mm-hmm. Rosemary Jack Saint, his, his catch and run looked really good. And he, I mean, he looked different to me. Um, a, you know, he has longer hair this year, but like aside from that, like, Holy cow! Like I like jumped. I was like, "Who was that?" Like I don't know. He just looks different. I guess he's kind of getting back to his old his old self, you know, pre injury. Um, so that was awesome. Um, and then when I just mentioned his hair, it reminded me. I don't know if you saw this when you rewatched it. Um, there was a play where James Cook got his hair pulled. Uh, mm-hmm. Tech guy was trying to tackle him and pulled his hair. Um, yeah, I don't know. Didn't like that. Which they were chippy, man. They were tech. You know, they were doing their normal thing, like. Well, if we can't beat you, maybe we can get some of you suspended for the SEC championship game or something. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but you know they were down like thirty-one to nothing and talking smack, which was a little odd. Um, I also uh, yeah. love the moment when their guy like had a fifteen-yard run on second and twenty-four and singled first down. It's like no, he's like third and nine or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just- I missed that. I missed that. But there were. Um- there were multiple points throughout the game at both sections where we were sitting at where the phrase he's going to tell his grandkids about that first down um, for the rest of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That that phrase was mentioned multiple times because there was just no, no positive vibes that you were able to pull from that game. Yeah. Yeah. No, there wasn't much to to glean from that from for on, on, on the tech end. Um, they also okay. So I mentioned that they were like trying to run the run the clock. Like you know, in the second quarter, they're like just basically just it seemed like they were already in that like bleed the clock kind of like the Kentucky what Kentucky did at the end of our game, right? Like it, the, the Kentucky game. Uh-huh. Um, or in the second quarter, and then there was also a moment when they had like they had fourth and fifteen at our thirty six yard line, and then like they punted. It's like what? <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, they they clearly were just trying to minimize how many points we scored um i don't know so let me, uh, yeah I don't let know. me tell but, you that the tech fans that were behind us in the lower section which you know I, I believe is kind of like the alumni area or whatever um mm. they were not happy about that and and even like even like my brother-in-law and i were why are they punting like what are they just not trying <laughs> do they just not care yeah, anymore it was like, weird what, yeah, I thought it was. They weird. had gone for it. They had gone for it on fourth down like earlier in the game, like mm-hmm. not that long before that that put that that series or whatever, and they had gone for it, and so it was weird to see them like just totally roll over and play dead. Right, right, for sure. Um, let's see. There were some other 
There's some other weirdness as well from, I want to say, oh yeah, the, so when they were, when they were running the clock out, like, I don't know if they were trying to, I'm, I'm not convinced that they were trying to do that because the announcers even mentioned on the game when, when they were coming to the line and our defense was shifting like at the last minute and we were basically eating their lunch and the announcers were very like, they, they, they spotted that and mentioned that like, yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to do that when you see the entire defense shifting at the last minute, which we've seen a couple of times come up. And so I think that one of the ways that tech decided that they were going to combat that was that they were going to stay in the huddle until like the clock got down to like 15 seconds and then they would break and go to the line and set up into where they would just basically get to the line and snap the ball and not give UGA a chance to shift, which actually worked, which actually worked. I thought Um, when they made that switch, it was when they started getting more success on the ground um, and they were able to start moving the ball down the field with us. Um, so I did think that that was interesting. Um, and if I were Alabama, I would have taken note of that as well. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying you don't, you don't so much think that they were just trying to run the clock. Like I'm saying it was more of tactical because they actually did move the ball better when they started doing that kind of deal. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. Um, yeah. I think that they were, I think that they were noticing that there was just, they weren't able to get anything and that our defense was able, I mean, We've talked about how, you know, Nicobe Dean is basically Nicobe Dean and Nolan Smith, you know, they're they're quarterbacking the defense. And so if mm-hmm. they run to the line, almost like a hurry up, if they run to the line and snap the ball, it doesn't give them a chance to kind of read what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. it gives them less time, let's just say that. because um, clearly the, they still weren't able to do a whole lot. But they did have a bit a little a little bit of success. And so if you have better athletes on the field like Alabama's going to have on Saturday. And they start employing something like that, like a hurry up or a we're going to huddle and then run to the line and snap the ball kind of thing. Not only does it do one of two things, it, it slows down the defense reads. It slows down the defensive reads. And then it also slows down the game so that, you know, you don't give the opportunity for the UGA offense to come onto the field, particularly the way that they're playing right now. So right. Right. in a game yeah. where in a game where you could potentially get the you're, you know, the door is blown off of you. The best way to combat that is to limit the number of times that UGA gets the ball. So that yeah. could be a, st- a strategy that they go into moving forward, even though the, it reduces the likelihood of your success. I still think that it's a, it, it worked for them for a brief moment in time, even though by that point it was, the game was already out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. It was when they started doing that it was kind of the second quarter. Uh, when, yeah. We, I think we were up. 24 nothing already kind of when they started doing that. So, um, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, we, we definitely talked a lot about the offense. Like w- one thing I wanted to call that I had jotted down, there was a sequence, a defensive sequence where, um, uh, Dumas Johnson had a sack, uh, where he just like completely bum rushed. Um, but I think it was a tight end actually. I mean, he just, he just ran through him. Um, that, that was great to see because you know we're we're gonna you know he's I, I, I work he's starting to kind of be tabbed as like kind of an heir apparent for next year, um, but you know but then it was back to sack back to back sacks uh, so the next on the very next play we had Robert Beal 
get hit, get in on the action as well and had a, had a sack as well. And that, that killed the drive. Um, <laughs> that, that, that was fun to see. That was fun to see. So it was a great day. It was a great day on the flats, man. I mean, it, it, you know, everything pretty much went our way. Um, it did. It and, actually, uh, we were, we, it was funny is that uh, as we were packing up to, to go to the game, we left around nine o'clock from the house ish. Um, and it was cold. It was cold when we left. Um, when we woke up that morning, it was in the thirties. And by the time we got to the game, my brother and I were looking at each other like, yeah, we don't need this jacket anymore. It ended up being like a really nice day, a really, really nice day in, in Atlanta. Um, so we had like, we had like three different pairs. Each of us had like three jackets in the car. Like what kind of weather is it going to be in Atlanta today? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. That's funny. Uh, I've got, um, I got a list of some stats that I got from Jeff Dancer today on the Bulldog Brunch. You want to hear them? These, these are just some kind of, some of them are tech, but some of them are just macro on this season, just to kind of show how, how special this regular season thus far has been. Um, all right. Hit, hit, hit him with me. All right. So 12 and 0, uh, outscored our opponents 488 to 83. That's nuts. Um, We've we have won eleven straight games at Georgia Tech. It's the first time we've shut out Georgia Tech since nineteen sixty four. It's mm. the first time we shut out Georgia Tech in Atlanta since nineteen fifty seven. Um, we are currently in the midst of a sixteen game winning streak, uh, which is the second longest in school history. It's the first ever twelve and zero regular season, um, and it is the fifth undefeated regular season so in 1946 we went 10 and 0 1980 in 1982 we were 11 and 0 in regular season and i love this one in 1896 georgia coached by pop warner went 4 and 0 so those are the nuggets so you know i mean there's obviously there is there is work to be done um but uh what we have witnessed thus far has been something uh something very special. So pretty cool, pretty cool. And it's been, a, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. It has been a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, and then shutting out tech, it was really cherry on the cherry on top for me of the regular season. Um, yeah, I mean, can we, like, I don't, I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. Like we, we continue yeah. this, this defense continues to amaze me. I mean, people, People have been saying, and you know, a lot of folks know that my wife, you know, she works with a lot of different people, and um, she, you know, they know that they have the podcast and stuff. And even she's getting like smack talked, like, "Yeah, your husband says this." Like, well, they haven't played anybody. Like, that's like been like, well, no matter who yeah. you are, where, what, what area you walk in, like, I feel like it, you're getting smack talk on on our schedule, which you know, whatever, fair. You look at, I think, seven teams that we've played this year, at least in the SEC. I haven't looked at the rest of them, but. Seven teams that we played this year are bowl eligible. Um, right. You looked at you looked down the, the the list of teams from the from the SEC. Most of them are in the SEC East that are bowl eligible. Um, but anyway, um, you, and they uh, you know you look at that and it's like okay you know maybe the, we don't have like a, a lot of teams that are you know in the top twenty five anymore, but. We have yeah. shut out three teams from a power, you know, from the from major conferences. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we shut out, yeah. we shut out these teams, and I, I mean, 
call me crazy, but in this day and age where offense dictates um, much of the game, it's it's something it's very remarkable that you've been able to shut a team out like that, and then we did yeah. it three times. Yeah, the the whole Georgia hasn't played any anybody. Like it doesn't bother me. Like I just kind of whatever. Like you said, you know, like whatever. Like it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I think like the defense I would say is though like look at where those teams were coming into the Georgia game. So yeah, they've slipped, but. I mean, sometimes you can let a loss haunt you and a team can beat you twice kind of thing. Um, you know, uh, Clemson was top 10. And, and they have now, they're actually starting to play a lot better now, uh, Clemson is. Um, you know, Arkansas was a top 10 team. Kentucky was close to top 10. You know, Kentucky, Auburn, all pretty highly rated. And we've seen, you know, Alabama, we've seen how much they struggled with Arkansas. And then in the Iron Bowl with Auburn, I mean, they should have lost that game. I mean, you know, Auburn, Auburn just couldn't close the deal. Couldn't get um, it done, yeah. Which I think we could talk about that a little bit. I mean, I frankly, I think it was kind of perfect. Like, uh, you know, I was kind of <laughs> – we were texting. I was texting with my dad. I was texting with a bunch of people. It was like, you know, who, who, who are we supposed to root for in this game? Like, what do we want to happen? And it's just like as, as many overtimes as possible. Like <laughs> That's what we need yes. to be playing for, and that's what we got, right? And, you know, you get to the two-point shootout and so that they're playing, you know, as, as much as possible, and they are tired, um, and, and that's what we got. But, I mean, you know, Auburn, you know, they, if they hadn't, you know, I don't know. They, they did so many things wrong at the end, but, like, they had so many times to put them away, couldn't do it, and then they switched up to – I mean, I don't know that it was so much a prevent defense, but they definitely weren't as aggressive at the end, so – um, I don't know. That was crazy. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the new two point conversion rule situation. I would definitely watch yeah. that space should UGA get into a close game. But um, yeah, uh, one benefit one benefit was being able to see what Alabama was going to throw at those situations. So um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. at least at least we know. At least my takeaway from that was that if we can control Mitchie. Um, then we can we can we definitely are gonna have a good day. So because yeah. that guy yeah. that guy was basically their team. <laughs> right, right, for sure, for sure. Um Which, you I mentioned we'll get to the Alabama. We'll get to Alabama. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll, we'll get to we'll get them in the next episode. I heard I, I hear we're playing I hear we're playing a game against those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the uh, you, you mentioned like how many teams we'd played are, are bowl eligible. I, I, yeah, I'm actually not sure. I mean, I know Clemson is. I don't know about UAB. Um, but I was going to say in the SEC, actually, everyone is bowl eligible except Vanderbilt. I don't know if you saw that. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that. So, again, we need to kick them out. But that's pretty impressive. You know, if people want to talk about the the SEC, uh, everyone's bowl eligible. eligible. Uh, again, except that's true. Them. A couple of them. Exception, so. LSU, Florida, they, they just squeaked in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. LSU, holy cow! Uh, I actually had turned away from that game um, and wasn't wasn't looking anymore because uh, I, I actually thought they had it. And then A and M came back, but LSU won in the end. Yeah, it was a great day of college football in general. It was kind of nice. Like I know we don't like these twelve o'clock games, but for me, not going like the game ended, and then I was able to sit around watch the Iron Bowl, and then um, yeah, watch Bedlam at the end of the night. 
Um, so it was, it was, a, mm-hmm. it was a good day. It was a good day at college football. I, I just kind of like kept hanging on and, and watching. I didn't want the, the day to end. It goes, goes by fast, man. It feels like yesterday you were heading up to Charlotte and we were previewing Clemson, you know, I mean, I was, it goes I by was so thinking, fast. I was thinking the same thing earlier today. I was like, Holy cap. Well, my, my wife was like, yeah, you know, we got, we got the Carter soccer tournament this weekend. I was like, wait, that's a, this is the SEC championship. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the season's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's been it has been one heck of a ride. It's the kind of thing where it's like you know, I, I went back and listened to see what we what I went back to check what we predicted on, on records, and you did predict twelve and zero. So yeah, got to be kudos. I mean, granted, like when do we not predict twelve and zero? But <laughs> I don't know, man. We were Munson and pretty hard preseason. <laughs> we were, we were, we were. Uh, it would yeah, be, it would that, be that interesting. Is, that is <laughs> it would be interesting to go through the progression of games until we got to the realization that this defense was just never going to be be beaten. I think the announcers yeah. were talking about that on the on the broadcast or whatever. They were saying that, you know, the defense is, the defense and special teams combined have almost as many points as has been scored on them. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. 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 This, yeah. this is, uh, <laughs> which, this is, is which is bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, I am glad, like I said, I'm glad that you guys went. That was really cool. Um, I think we may have a, an, an extra bonus episode coming cause we, we want to get, uh, Carter's take on his first, uh, his first tech game. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to put glasses on it. See if we can make that happen too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get the, get the kids, get the kids view, get the kids view. For sure. But otherwise we will be back like on normal schedule, um, to preview the one that, uh, we thought we thought we would get and we're getting it. Um, it is going to be, a battle in the SEC championship and I can't wait to, to can't wait can't wait for it to get here but can't wait to talk about it. Yes, yes. Savor it. Savor it, dog fans. For sure. All right man. Well I'll talk at you soon. Go dogs. Go dogs.